0: Welcome to the podcast, Old Dogs, New Tricks. It's a podcast about lifelong learning, personal growth, and the pursuit of wonder, and the feeling of wow. Hey, all right, look at that. I think we got Newman Lanier on the line. Newman, how's it going?
1: Hey, hello, hello, podcast listeners.
0: All right, all right. Hey, what microphone are you using, brother?
1: Oh, I'm. Uh, this is the Power DeWise, and it's got like a like a demon or like a angry frog with teeth with headphones on. And I got it from Amazon. It's plugged in. It's a lavalier mic that I've got the, uh connected to my uh, lapel.
0: Oh, so my great! Tablet. Yeah, I'm just using my little headphone. I use the Soundpeats uh, like Bluetooth one. Uh, so yeah i this uh this is I just got off the phone with Newman like a second ago we could not we had a little bit of problems with anchor but newman lanier he's he's my friend who taught me how to snowboard. How long have we known each other
1: eighties uh, forty yeah
0: it goes back it goes back way before uh coronavirus and all that stuff uh so I am sitting out here on cozy man I'm looking at the great blue sky i'm looking at uh my friend. Uh, Nellie and Dave's old boat, desperado out the window and it's just freaking gorgeous I just made myself a cup of coffee uh, and uh, Newman you sent me a link to a, uh, a video of, of a lecture of somebody uh, that I listened to we set this up before where I wanted to uh, try and do a podcast uh, uh, part of the reason to do the podcast was just so that I could send this podcast to other people so that I would be able to practice on other fools too you know and I could be like hey listen to that but uh you sent me a video to watch right sure uh, it was yeah that
1: video yeah that video was um it's actually yeah it's actually the the guy his name is Richard Rohr he's a contemplative christian uh and uh, franciscan monk uh catholic uh catholic priest um But you know, there's another interesting thing about that, and it's at the Chautauqua Conference, um, which is sort of a name brand, you know, um, you know, like kind of like a TED, like TED talks from. And I don't know how long it's been going on, but it's like super. It's a super fancy, uh, well-known thing, Chautauqua.
0: Okay. Well, and now, and the name of the the name of the lecture, and maybe one of the things that I can do that we can do uh, in our podcast 101 classes we can link to that on there i that might be asking a lot for listeners i'm trying to be aware of listeners but this is how we're going to play it right so uh so uh the name of the it was the second half of life but I, i i listened to it a couple times it was definitely coming from a uh like using a vocabulary that uh i wasn't so familiar with but you know i do have uh A lot of people that i admire that a lot including you and including charles my friend jane and of course my my uh, in-laws people that have a much more uh uh a different relationship with the faith but as i watch them live their lives i just see things that i admire you know and um and so, uh, and so it was really nice for you to send that to me uh, to sort of kind of learn a little bit more instead of my sort of cynic slash secular humanist uh, uh, worldview, which I tend to drive from a little too much.
1: Mm. Yeah, well, huh, yeah. I, it, it, I remember you explaining uh, way back when at some point, like your experience with religion and I, and my experience with religion is not, it's just, we just don't have the same one. And whenever, whenever this topic comes up, like we're like, Oh, right. We, we have a different sort of view on it. And you would explain like that you went to a church one time or, or maybe you, it's basically the preacher from, basically you experienced the preacher from uh, uh night of the hunter.
0: I haven't seen that. I I've, I've seen it a lot. Yeah. I think I remember the story I told you. I think I remember one of the few times I went to church, like, uh, uh, I think I went and I remember it was a, uh, it was a Baptist, um, Pentecost. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know the religion. All I know is somebody's like, Hey, come to my church. And I went to church and it was great, but it was messed up. It was like, uh, how, when they do the confessions, you know, and then the guy, uh, uh i remember like probably being like high in the back just feeling uncomfortable and I was like welcome and there was some beauty going on but i was just i was just unable to accept it but i remember the preacher just saw me as sort of like probably like bad for his flock you know but i just remember he just said love 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 you know what i love i love when the lord takes vengeance on the wicked and that is an unfair representation of religion as a whole, but that's what I was driving from, you know?
1: It's a great, I love that story. I'd forgotten the, I love, love, love. You know what I love? (laughs) Vengeance on the wicked. Oh my God. And then I remember
0: when I asked the preacher uh, whether, or I mean, because my wife is from a very religious family and I do think that her family, um, is uh very very loving and i can see that their faith is very very important to them and uh and i do like really uh have a, a lot of admiration for that but when i asked the preacher i had to ask him on a pay phone we were hitchhiking down and uh, i had to call him for a pay phone in dawson city up in canada and i remember uh because their family's like yeah you need to talk to the pastor preacher father whatever her you know she's mennonite or uh, and I remember he said, you're one of those guys that thinks that Gandhi's going to get into heaven, right? I'm like, yeah, kind of, you know. But uh, but I, at that point, I was more available, I think, through our long-term friendship and also through Charles, who I feel, our friend Charles, who uh, was very religious, but very thoughtful and very giving. And it's like then when you look at people who live a life that you admire and you can see them coming from a another place you just get to be more open but uh
1: that's right the proof of the pudding is in the tasting the proof of uh living is in the the living you know um yeah it's very difficult for me to sort of look at folks and for uh if they're not if they're not living well i kind of i'm like oh well you know it's difficult for me to follow them or or sort of uh Uh, I guess that's not not necessarily true, but I just, I do know that people somehow are, are, are living well. And it's just like, yeah, if you're living well, then, then, you know, be at ease, you know, don't fear. Well, Uh, I also,
0: one thing that I think that, uh, I know that I am in a, uh, long-term like goal setting for me in a sense is to, uh, continually build my compassion and my empathy And, you know, we do live in a world full of tribes, like we do, we tribe ourselves up through the clothes we wear, through all sorts of things. And then when you start focusing on the other, and when you start focusing on, on, um, like not being able to, um, empathize or sympathize with large groups of people that, um, I, I I don't want, I, I feel that adds to your own personal suffering and the suffering of the universe. And so even though. Uh, you know, I do have friends that that are much more religious than I am. But it is interesting for you and I, because this is something that we've talked about before. And and uh, but it's it's the difficult part of the conversation. You know what I mean? Like where you and I have to make sure that we don't go into our our camps of opposition, you know, or at least if we're able to go in those camps of opposition and have a difficult conversation about a difficult thing. That we can do it with uh, with love and grace. My my favorite word and your favorite word, <laughs>
1: grace. Grace, man, yeah. Uh, it was grace that got us here, and uh, grace that will get us home, uh, um, oh, as the song goes. Uh, uh, Go into our oppositional camp. Yeah,
0: I do that. I was talking to uh, I was talking to my mother in law. Maybe a week or two ago, or whatever, and um, and you know, and I I love her. I mean, I really do. Like, she's somebody that I I do admire her. I do admire her. But you know, her they're more uh they're more conservative. They're coming from a real you know a conservative Republican tr- Trump uh like worldview and stuff. And and there was a little bit of a thing like we'll do that sometimes where we'll where like we'll start occupying like the outside parts of our personality in a sense. And there's a little bit of opposition, you know, but for me, it's that grace of like saying like, oh, you know, like that grace of being with another person, which you love and care about and uh, being able to um, coexist in them in a loving uh powerful way even though you know like it's just going to come down to like there's going to be certain things that we're going to totally disagree on you know and that's like my superpower that i'm trying to develop and i feel it you know i feel it like you know i like that i'm able to activate it a lot you know tell Um, me more well what is the superpower well my i think my superpower right now is that uh when i go on social media uh and then I see like people that I'm really close to espousing views that I really do not jive with at all, especially right now in the coronavirus stuff. And uh, and then but being able to reconnect on a meaningful way with them, uh, even though now we get to see each other's internal thoughts. And like now we live in this time of disagreement and, and heavy stuff. And so my, and then like uh, before we had the coronavirus, before I don't know whatever like you like I would just go and I would look at my friends who I've had beers with who I went sailing with who I've went swimming with who I've done whatever and they're like posting uh uh you know hardcore Trump stuff you know and then for me to either like not engage in them or if I do engage in them like I engage in them remembering like who they are as people like not like oh hey you put some like trump you know like thing like online and you're an idiot because i know they're not they're like caring loving people that are connecting with the world in a a a different way and so like being non-judgmental in a intellectually and politically polarized environment this is different than uh than religion but you know what i mean like what like do you ever see your friends like you don't do social media which i think is interesting but like in social media you know a lot of times what you'll do is you'll see a friend of yours who you've known for a long time and you like them. Right. And they're cool, you know, and then they'll put some shit like online where they'll just say, and for me be mostly a leftist liberal, more or less kind of, or whatever Uh, they'll put some shit on there. They're like, Nancy Pelosi is the devil. And, you know, like, and uh, I'm not gonna, you know, just certain things that I don't resonate with where I'll be like, Oh, they're like all lives matter. You know? Like, don't talk about a rapper or, you know, I just and I disagree fundamentally with them. They're like, if they can say the N word, so can I. And I'm like, okay you know, like, uh, you know, like we disagree on that a lot. But being able to connect with uh, that, you like having a beer with them that like, you know, and you admire them and you respect them, like maybe not on the level of a certain aspect. But in social media, you're always. Like staring right into the uh, a mirror of disagreement. So my yeah. my social uh, my I think my superpower is remembering like my friends in a in a sort of non-judgmental way. And it's a really tough time for the country because you know we have a lot of profound profound disagreements, which are really uh, uh, they do they do matter you know um
1: Huh right right see and that yeah that gets us to kind of the spot and basically you know to to rephrase that's a great story you know like you know like remembering who people are and the superpower of sort of empathy and 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 being able to stay connected with them with this discomfort or or and I mean sometimes it's difficult. I mean I mean that is the difficult. That is that does require a superpower. Um i I got to know that with the uh, the term cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance. Meaning like you 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 know one thing. It's like that it, I, I keep coming back to that image of the in the the midnight gospel. Which we could have a whole nother, we'll, we'll jump on my podcast and we'll, we'll discuss the uh, midnight gospel.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll have to get out my prayer mat for that one. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Totally, man. Um, and uh, basically there. Yeah. 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 Like you, there's a cognitive dissonance, meaning that you've got in one part of your brain, like the truth. And then in the other side of the brain, is the complete opposite, which is also the truth. So, in the and from Midnight Gospel, they give and it's a really good visual of the dog that's like growling and and a, you know going you know going to bite you, but you're trying to give it some food, and the dog is just like no, that's I have to growl and you know, uh, but I need that food. So they're not leaving; they're just standing there growling. And up until the point that they get the food, then they then they can eat it. But as soon as they finish eating it, then they have to go back to growling you
0: know right i and uh I, yeah 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 i i, I will let's save that like i will comment on uh the the midnight gospel uh with duncan trussell a little bit and then let's try and like i'll try and guide us to where i want to go if that's okay um sure i yeah yeah, yeah. i but definitely basically
1: what i'm saying is just to finish that 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 thought is that um that that it requires, like I feel like that's what it that is what it's requiring. I feel like that's a that's a way to sort of uh, encapsulate that superpower of empathy and sort of holding on to your friends that you know and like and respect and, and care for and have a beer with and and really like. And then you hear them saying something really crazy, you know, that just doesn't, you know. But my my question, you know, and you can pick it up if you want, is just like one how one how do you do that (laughs) uh and then you know how do you develop it and then how do you how do you get around uh that that problem where you're just like no that i can't i can't i can't dive with whatever right right, right. well look there's a you know baby eaters or reptile right
0: reptile. right right when are you doing that well okay so uh i i thought that that show was amazing and just i watched that show twice and one of the things that i thought was fun it was just a little momentary uh thing just like you said that helped me um uh be more empathetic and less judgmental and uh which was really great so i love that idea and uh so as far as how i do that is First off, I'm not sure. I mean, I say it's a superpower, but I I I want to say more that like I'm giving myself credit for like doing as well as I can, but I'm also just saying that like it seemed to have held water a lot. Like just like in this troubling time, like when I am able to be empathetic and compassionate and judge- non-judgmental, then I bear my suffering better. And uh certainly by uh by uh focusing on um uh media that helps uh strengthen that and what 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 Duncan trussell said what, or i somehow i got this from watching that show was uh i did this before on my boat on my boat uh, uh when i was taking people out kayaking i'd take six people out and you know and, and and sometimes we weren't on the same wavelength like i'd get people on there that would just you know just whatever everybody's coming from a different space and you know we're all tribes so sometimes they basically say i'm from a different tribe than you but like you know that trump you know like or whatever whatever i mean i hate to bring trump up but you know just as a short trip yeah. and what i started doing is i started thinking of them as children not in a judgmental way but in a, it's easy to sympathize and then after watching that show one of the things that i do to um be less judgmental when i just tend to disagree with somebody is that uh, like I try to have that humility and realize I don't know everything, but I also look at other people as babies, not like, Oh, you're a baby. You're a snowflake, but like, you are a crying baby. You're that growling dog, man. You're doing your best, yeah. man. Who knows what kind of uh, like, but in the end, like trying to see them in their innocence, in their suffering. And, and then that way, like I see somebody, I have a friend I know and, a lot of this will always seem to go back to politics, but it's just the easiest and probably the most divisive part of our life right now, you know, and he's really about like the power of Trump and the power of like the stuff and don't take any shit. And, and he's also in a very strange spot because of the fact that he's, uh, I don't know, just, but I look at it. And I'm like, I see where you're at. Like I see where you like him, he is trying to feel empowered. Like even though, He's, you know, a total adult. Like on some level, he is crying out like a baby. And he's just saying, like, I need to feel safe, you know, or, or maybe to use um, to, to use another divisive topic, you know, say gun control. Mm-hmm. Like it's people that like people that want to have guns are maybe they're like all acting macho and they're like, don't mess with me like you know they are like on some level they're speaking of their fear and they're crying and so instead of like viewing people as evil i look at people as afraid and it's like babies you know and the same thing if somebody's really super like super pro gun control you know would you get rid of all the guns when I mean, you take them all away from everybody because you know children are dying they're coming from a place of fear and they're screaming out you know and we may have to make policy decisions. We may have to move forward, but for me to like move forward in my life, just looking at people as crying babies, you know, and, and realizing and connecting to on that. So I look at my friend and I'm like, wow, man, you know, like on some level, we are all like lost and alone and afraid, and some people really like that beautiful swagger of the trump presidency you know and they're like don't mess with me you know like you know like they're not interacting with china or with like you know like in their minds they're not they're more like i am it's just like a uh, richard pryor and with a gene wilder you know they were they got arrested remember and they were walking through the through the uh into prison oh, we oh, yeah,
1: at the jail bro. and busting loose yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: you're like, we bad, we bad, you know, and it's like, so like, I just kind of look at people, and instead of trying to go, you're a idiot, you're a racist, you are a, um, you know, you are judged by me, you know, with negative shit, you know, like, then I just more like look at everybody sort of as crying babies, uh, and then that way yeah. I can, uh, uh, I do believe that uh, I would like to feel more connected to uh you know the other monkeys on this planet and
1: okay so here so here's yeah and so let me like i'll play the devil's advocate you know like i'll 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 just give you a little bit to, uh i mean because yeah i think you mentioned this but i mean if you think of them as a baby you know aren't you just saying like look they're babies you know, like no, they're, they're...
0: I, I I get that, and that's the failure of my wording and stuff like that. Cause I see it as me as a baby too. So like I'm not trying to use the word like in my mind, I'm not I'm not judging them as being immature. I'm not judging them as being less than me. I'm just sort of judging them on the cosmic level of like we are all just suffering, beautiful souls. And that are like and all of my friends that I know that are uh you know say in a different like have a different worldview than me uh say whether that is you know religious or political or 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 whether you know they believe in the multiverse or you know or multiple you know whatever is it that like we're all just uh it's just giving people grace and this is like so for me to be like oh you're you know like seeing somebody that is acting offensively and threatening and like all these things, at least to me, right? Uh, instead of looking at them and saying, hey, you're, uh, it seems like we always want to turn our advers- or our people that we don't you know, totally align with as being idiotic with bad intentions. And I just really don't think that's what's going on. Like I think most people like, and some people do have anger and some people do have pain and everybody's just going through their pain and suffering in their own way but almost everybody that i know uh wherever they're coming from is doing their best and they're expressing love and they're expressing empathy and if they're using a different language than me then sometimes i have to like maybe uh go back to you know like a a a a, 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 a common experience you know and some people you're like the last common experience i had was when we both pooped our pants and our diapers were crying you know, like you know? uh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
1: we're you're basically one baby looking over at the other baby as one is like crying and having a tantrum and the other one is shitting in her pants you know just like you know what i'm gonna forgive you and uh i'm gonna forgive myself and guess right. what i'm gonna rub a lot of a lot of grace all over this and just sort of like hey let's uh, let's just get through this yeah um, yeah because- on a
0: spiritual level and on a, on a on a different i mean politics is always you know tricky because it's like sort of philosophy in action and i'm very uncomfortable with it but for me like uh like i think you and i are pretty aligned and you know i mean everybody has their differences and stuff but you know we're pretty aligned but like a big thing for me that i'm working on uh spiritually it or, or just intellectually is learning to um, respectfully interact with people that uh, I have a difference of opinion with, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've gotten much better than that. And what I notice, especially through social media, is people, and I don't know if it's good or bad, but people seem to really uh, want to lean into, uh, like, their current opinions as a as an identity, you know? And then really just sort of, defensively and offensively uh, position themselves with the world. And I'm sure there is that place. I'm sure that needs to exist. But for me, and I think for you, it's like, I mean, you know, like I I believe being able to lean into humility and, uh, and empathy and reason are, are to me are kind of, um, ourselves you know there there's things that helped me make it through the day and especially now because I think we're living through this time of the coronavirus and it's very very difficult to um, to say you know what the hell is happening you know and so for me like even reason has kind of failed Newman you know like because I'm like if somebody said what's with coronavirus I'm like I don't know you know like I feel like I looked at that as hard as I could and it's just like I lost the ball in the sun You know, like I I feel like I measure the risks. I don't feel like I can do that, you know. So even reason, which I was more strongly leaning on to get me through this difficult time, has kind of taken a shake. But I certainly think like empathy, like thinking about man, if you believed in God and it was really, really important to you and you believe that you know, Easter Sunday was the time you went and spent with people you know that went to church that like that's really important man it's not my gig and so i don't like but so i have to lead i have to imagine somebody else's experience instead of like me going all oh, these idiot dumbass you know christians are like infecting the universe because of their selfishness and i'm like that's shitty like let's stop trying to like find the data that everybody or everybody, half of the world, are idiots with bad intentions. I feel like that's a a, 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 a in the in the national conversation. You know that that seems to be a, a uh, uh, an argument that's continually being made by many many people. You know. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, no, yeah. I don't want to be like. I mean, I I'm I have cognitive dissonance because I'm kind of like, like I do feel, you know. Like when somebody says something, you know, all of the divisive stuff when somebody says uh, that uh, you know if black people can say the n-word, so can white people. I'm like, no, I, I'm like, I'm disagreement with that. But now I'm not going to take somebody that says that and be like, you know, and totally condemn them. I mean, I, I disagree with them fundamentally. Like I, and I don't, and I don't think I'll have my mind changed on that. But what I'm what I'm saying is like they're coming from their own experience and just somehow like to withhold judgment and be able to connect with people who have a different life than you and that's all of us right like making room for grace Huh?
1: okay what how what is tell me more what is making room for grace
0: well i don't know just somehow i mean I don't know. I, I think that you are, are are out of most of my friends. I think you're somebody that actually uses utilizes a lot of great, But it seems that, especially with social media, uh, you know, it seems that, like I said, most of the time, people are defending an intellectual position, which is fine, right? That's cool, right? But what they're doing is they're 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 leaning on this, like they're like, look, here, like say for example, Trump supporters. What they'll do is they'll be like here's a Trump supporter and here are all the bad things that Trump did. And therefore this person is a racist, you know what I mean? And I'm like, ah, is that, I mean, I understand we need to criticize, you know, behavior and leaders and all that sort of stuff. But I just feel that people are constantly trying to uh, paint these people like with judgment, you know, and the same thing with like, you know, my Republican friends were like, uh, they're like, every liberal out there just wants us, you know, they just wanna, you know, they wanna be invaded by Mexicans and uh, they're stupid and naive and like wanna, you know, and I'm like, no, I mean, I, I just feel like we're, we're much more complicated than that for, for my Republican friends to remo- remind themselves that their hippie friends are just going through their own shit, you know what I mean? And, and the same thing with my hippie friends Looking at my Republican friends, like up in Homer, my God, you know, like in Homer, people are always like, oh, God, you know, and I'm like, stop trying to like, focus in your intention, your attention on the failures of other people, because I am a slack ass hippie that kind of wants to get, you know, free money for forever. So, I can smoke weed all, all day and play guitar, you know what I mean like you know like there's yeah. a truth there, but like I also want to give I also want to like make the world better i I want to be able to like have uh grace in my uh voice or, or the way I'm trying to use it is to expand and open my heart uh with love for as many people as possible, you know uh, yeah. And, uh, and we're at this time in our, in our country, which is strange, you know, we're uh,
1: Well, okay, all right, here, let me take the mic. Uh, you know, that is, that's wonderful. And thank you for saying that. Um, the making space in your heart for others, uh, like it has its own value. The reason why uh, I do it, the reason why I think other people do it, or the reason why I think it's valuable, is because it's, it, it it for me, uh, you know. No no judgment for everybody else. Uh, the way I am at this moment, in my with my current opinion and my current identity, um, like it helps. Like this is a balm, right? You know, uh, it, it just soothes. It's just like oh, and my body relaxes. You know, it's just like was a great rap lyric, uh, like. Like getting your dupes up, or getting your like getting going to work, and it's like it's like energy into some other system. And this empathy, as radical as a radical um, insurgent, it's just like yeah, I refuse to vilify. I refuse to pay uh, to, uh, to give up and give fuel to whatever fire that other people are burning. I really do feel like it's a parasitic system where they're just like mining us for the, all of this uh, emotion. And the church does it. I mean, the church did it for a long time. And now like all these institutions, they just mine us for their own little mill, you know? Um, and that's what I feel like. And that's why I'm not, that's why I don't participate. Like, it's like a non-participate person. I think of my, of my, one of my little things came out. It's like non-participation and then it's choosing, using your human power like becoming, realizing your human power, um, you know, sending out those little forgiveness arrows. And it's just like, yeah, I have to fight. I've been trained to fight. And now I'm going to fight you with, you know, love and acceptance as I fight myself. And so I get into a loving relationship with the whole world and everything in it, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that. You, I, I agree with what you're saying is that like, I, I, I don't know whether this is just age or wisdom or basically just uh tactical results, you know, but I've noticed that a lot of um, a lot of media, and therefore because we we, we mock we, 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 we uh, mimic media um, but is uh is adversarial, you know and and it, and it basically there's a there's a dopamine pathway of conflict you know and conflict underlies all uh, narrative stuff you know most all of it you know um and uh and so for me just trying to stay out of that i mean i there's certainly i i i, I do go online and which we're all connected like crazily uh in this giant human brain now and uh and there's lots of nodes out there that are sending out the sort of reward. I mean, there's a certain reward to uh, that dopamine pathway of, of like, uh, righteousness, where you can look, and and, and, it, and and I think a lot of people do it, and I don't know if that's good or bad, uh, but you know, many people are just like, you know, they're, they're enraged, and, uh, and it, I, there's probably good reason to, right? But for me, I'm just re wiring my dopamine pathway to where uh, I am uh, not engaging in that very large conversation that seems to exist in all of human nature right now of conflict and, and I'm trying to not participate in it uh, as much as I can and 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 uh, uh, but it's hard I mean you know it's hard when you if you turn on I don't watch television I watch you know like whatever that other, you know, like Netflix and shit, but you know, you put on Twitter or something and there'll be like some burn or there'll be some thing where they will be like, I can't believe X person did that. And then it's really hard for you to not be like, yeah, that makes me feel afraid. And I feel offended. And I'm connected with this sort of uh, uh, like fear of the way that the planet is being uh, steered at that moment for that thing. And, uh, um, and I, I'm sure that has a, I'm sure that I don't, I don't know exactly where to put that in as far as like what is necessary, as far as activists and as far as sort of this pushback and, you know, uh, guiding the future. But for me, Hey, are you, do you hear that ringing or is that me? Is that ringing.
1: Oh, I
0: thought I heard a ringing. Oh. Um, but uh. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, if you watch any, like, if you put on MSNBC, Fox News, or anything like that, like, it seems (laughs) like when I watch those, they're in opposition. They're like, we're we're in battle. And I mean, it's fine. That's cool, I guess, right? But for me, because I self-select my video, uh, audio content to be um, less... uh, less in that realm you know like i'm not focusing on that particular realm so but i mean certainly have you do you ever find yourself like where you'll you're like i don't know like you go to a website or you turn on the radio or something and somebody says something and they're just eliciting a response either a tribal yell of affirmation you know right or a rejection and i just for me right now, like it's not not the goal that I want and my for myself personally, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: And I don't. Yeah. Know whether it's what, uh, the gift that I could give to humanity, you know, or like if you have any gift to give to humanity, like. Um,
1: yeah,
0: that's a good one. Yeah. You know, gift, so I'm more gift. like okay, I just want to be. I want to tell all my democratic friends to remember that they're Trump friends or you know like when they're not like totally tribed up they're kind of they're still monkeys they're so crying babies just like you
1: you know yeah. all right well here I'll tell a story this is a good story and it's talk it's talking about like what is your gift to humanity um, like how will you fight because we are participating you know like you can't not participate but you can take a break you can't call a timeout um, and I've done it, you know, I've, I mean, I, I've done it many times in my life and and you do, you hear that like the tribal horn blowing, you're like, okay, let's all fucking get in our groups and we're going to battle, you know, uh, you know, William Wallace style, get all lined up on one side what into each other. And,
0: oh shit, uh, you, know. you there? Oh, we're good, What's we're up? good. We had a little Oh God, Sorry.
1: I'm here. I'm here. Oh dear. Um. Uh, the title of this story is Mableton, uh, Mableton, um, and it has something to do with Richard Moore and that, uh, I don't know if he mentions it in the, in that, in that Chautauqua second half of life talk, um, but he talks about that, uh, a, a place to view culture, society. And he says that Jesus was like this, um, that he was on the outside of the center, um, or outside of the you know, at the edge of the inside the edge of the inside so and i got to i got the familiar I, I became familiar with this in mableton this story might think um in mableton georgia do you know mableton yeah in atlanta
0: i kind of I th- is it an antebellum town just outside that's what my mind
1: just outside. yeah yeah it's just outside the perimeter Okay, you know, Atlanta has a perimeter, like a wall, you know, and outside of the wall is the country. And on the inside of the wall is the city. On the outside of the wall is the antebellum and the new south or the old south. And the inside of the wall is the um, uh, is the new south. Uh, Outside is Trump. Inside is Obama. You know, outside is church inside. No church uh you know whatever the polarity is there and there is a grinze there's a border uh being the German word word. and uh uh I uh when I was a kid I got into radio controlled cars and there was a there was a um uh a racetrack in Mapleton. I was it was right when I was about 15 years old because I had to get my dad to drive me out and um and I was like and we both, you know, and he's a city guy. You know, he's the he's a he grew up in the old South and he moved his family to the new South, and uh, you know, worked in the university for 45 years. And he was in, and in the 80s, he was firmly in his new South then. Um, and and I would spend my summers in the old South. I was my Summers out in the country, and uh, all my cousins and family were of this old South thing. Now. And basically, all this is just how I got to this polarity, and then I saw because I would go outside and, like, you know, I'd go to the Old South, I'd go to North Carolina, and, uh, in the um, in the summers and on holidays and Easter, and I was like, okay, and I was like, yeah, they're a little different, you know, like, you know, and there was some strange things. I remember, uh, you know, having a talk with my grandfather it's about fun. how I hated Baptists because the Baptists would come to the uh, roller roller rink. That's a whole another story. Um, and, uh, and then I would spend my school year in the, in Atlanta, inside the perimeter. And I was like, oh yeah, it's all good. It's like people get along and, you know, like, okay, yeah, there's some weird things about, and that made me feel uncomfortable when they would talk about rednecks or they would make fun of accents, you know, or whatever. And I'm like, okay. And I would feel uncomfortable in the old South when they would talk about, you know, and it's sort of, as I kind of came online. In about that time, I got to know Mableton. Mableton was a border town. And it's where everybody bought. Like, Mableton was the first place I saw, like, an aggressive truck. Like, a truck that really wasn't a truck, but it was just, it was just like a, a you know, like, like a, a... fuck you? Uh, yeah, a fuck you truck. Yeah, yeah, it was the a big middle finger to the guys that were driving Hondas. And the people that were, were basically living in Mableton, but, but uh, are sleeping in Mableton, but going into the city. And then there were these country people that were coming in, like on the reef. Like there were these country fish that were coming in to feed on the the fish that were going into yeah, so in the got, city. Yeah, I, I mean?
0: I know it was, there was an the edge world.
1: Yeah. It was an edge world. It was fucking for sure edge world. And I was like, what the fuck is this place? Yeah. Um, and and uh, it, it, and that's where I got this sort of see. Is it's like okay, these people aren't bad. Like city people aren't bad, and country people aren't bad. But when they get together, they sort of show their worst. It's like their worst sort of comes out. And then this is then, and this is the new thought about this story. Like that somehow that that energy exchange, that like you know little spark of energy when these to you know the edges get me like in the permaculture the edge the border is where the fucking action is it's like capitalism and not developed by capitalism but but our system like learned to make money or to make resources make value from that and then uh it became like that became the you know that map became the ground you know that map became like our our total thing and this was in the 80s, you know, this was you know, the yeah, beginning sort of, of all we might have, stuff. We
0: actually, if we, and, uh, us, we have to, like, remember, there might be people that, like, the 80s are, like, <laughs> you know, so long ago, you know. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. I wonder who might get this. But, yeah, anyway, that's my story about, like, like learning uh, and, and you know, and it was very, I was very young, you know, I was very young when that sort of happened and I, and it, and it definitely made sense. Uh, uh, you know, and it's, it's something that keeps coming up, but the polarity, the polarity town that we live in is, is just, and. Well, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I, so that's, well, that's I appreciate you giving
0: me that story, man. I think the thing, one thing to kind of, you know, go back to, uh, like this, be the podcast one one thing for us, you know, like, um, uh, Definitely, yeah. like what I, uh, what I, um, it's difficult to like talk uh, in this way that you're somewhat aware that somebody might listen to it and then you might have given them something. Um, although I, I listen to podcasts and I hear that all the time, you know, uh, where people are just rambling on. But um, I like that what we did in this podcast is that we, we're like, we're leaning on our familiarity with each other, um, but we're also like uh, kind of practicing uh having conversations about things that n- n- may that in some ways may push you away from empathy and compassion you know um and uh but then they, but then in the end they help like my goal would be to be able to learn how to communicate in today's environment which it seems that podcast is a, is a tool for that uh um in a more empathetic uh compassionate way with um within the connections that we build in this new world of like you know uh social media and social distancing and um so uh yeah but it's kind of tricky like uh because i'm not sure i i what i would hope is that we could put, post this uh, and share this with some people that we know uh, or that we don't know, but probably that we know, you know, and then I'd be like, Hey, that was kind of cool. It was like, a, okay. like, uh, I, I think I said this on my little YouTube thing that I made today, where it was like, somebody was like, Hey, I watched your video. And it was like, having coffee with you. And I was like, Oh good. That's exactly what I wanted to do. But they didn't say anything until I saw them a person, person, but hopefully, uh, do this, right. what we're doing, which I think both of us have the, uh, a very similar desire which is to basically give something and i know it's basically just like self-indulgent nonsense you know uh, but um uh, but hopefully that uh that's what i would like to do now with this podcast would be to uh have just an easy uh fun loving conversation with people that and then you what what is doing is inviting other people to uh that conversation yeah, it is like building like a, another right. sort of network of uh, of communication, like based on uh, trying based on the fact that like a lot of public discourse is seems to be a disaster, and so something like this, which is a semi public discourse uh, like yet to be defined, uh, would be something to where uh You're just we, you and I, uh, are are practicing uh, opening our hearts to the world because it's really tricky, isn't it? Like I don't know about you, but like I know whenever I post anything online, I feel like this mixture. It's like this strange mixture of arrogance and um, and shame. You know, like where I'm like, dude, if we post this, like we're basically you know almost allowing ourselves to say that we matter or something like that. You know you know what i mean does that make sense
1: yeah, yeah i think about it in terms of like okay this is like i've I've run out to the middle of the playground and like you know taken out my freak flag and and like slide around and now like this, everybody can just right right exactly. Target me. yeah exactly
0: and, and i will uh, say I, I i'd say this pretty much newman newman and i <laughs> i'm going to address the third wall or whatever fourth wall. uh I've done a lot of oh, podcast the podcast things incredible. over the years and over the last little bit, and I don't know if we've posted any of them. I don't think we have. Uh, but, but but one thing I always uh, like true. to put, it is it is a story that I have about Newman, and it is a fundamental story, is when I moved up uh, to Alaska, and what year was that? I think it was 19, I don't freaking know, Ninety four, ninety three, 93, something like that, and sure. I remember and I was mostly friends yeah. with your brother, Ray. I mean, I knew him a lot more. I'd met you a few times in Orlando or in Atlanta, but uh, uh, that was where we hung out. And one of the things is that everyone was snowboarding and I was not a snowboarder. In fact, because I was sort of urbanly informed and like coming from a place of like self-identified poverty and stuff like this, there was something very white and privileged about snowboarding, you know, like where I'd already like, you know, said yeah. it wasn't me, which is just a ridiculous little... Fence you build around yourself. But Newman drugged me out to go snowboarding, and I had never snowboarded because I was from Florida. <laughs> and uh and I remember that <laughs> that uh we went up to school bus out in Thompson Pass, which is a beautiful little spot, and and we didn't even go that far up, but I was pretty much terrified. Um, because I didn't know what was gonna happen. But he told me, yeah. he said, <laughs> Newman's probably rolling his eyes because I say this every single time. Um, he said okay to learn how to snowboard you have to fall down a hundred times so let's start falling down and i did fall down and i did publicly humiliate myself i mean not really nobody cared but i certainly thought they did you know i didn't realize that they all gone through that uh, experience already to get where they were um, but it was just uh, it's always a touchstone for me on that newman that was a, a, a really a, a very good lesson of, of humility Uh, that I learned from that. And of course, some of my best times in my life were up there in Thompson Pass, smoking weed and making turns, you know. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: But so, uh, yeah, so that was, that is one thing I wanted to say is like today, uh, I wanted to invite other people uh, to watch me and to watch Newman fall down and learn to try and figure out a way to communicate uh, in this new time, with empathy and love, and and, and nonsense, you know, I'm like, oh god, <laughs> did I just say that? I'm gonna put that yeah, on the well, kind of freaking and, internet. And, and, but uh, but I do want to be able to fall down in front of people, uh, and I do uh, cherish that, and I cherish your friendship, bro. Uh, so I appreciate uh, all right. taking the time oh, out to do I, that. Well. Uh, I'm gonna go and eat, but let's do a podcast on yours. Uh, at, at, at sometime really soon, and we can just uh, riff on um, on uh, Midnight Gospel.
1: Okay, that sounds perfect. Yep, let's put uh, we'll put Midnight Gospel as the theme, and uh, I will give you. a right, uh, brother. Hey, a thank job, you so much. <laughs> Bye, okay. guys. Bye, Take everybody. Bye. <laughs>